Rever the Speedway Squirrel, Chapter 30 Bounce and Farty led the way. As they ran, the brothers told Rever what they knew. Sprite fell, they said, pounding out the details. A hole! It's deep! There's water! And we can't get to her! We heard her calling for help. Mama said we need all the help we can get. There are coyotes! The idea of coyotes made Rever shudder. Rever thought about the dream that had woken him up. He remembered dreaming that Sprite was calling for help. Could it have been real? How could he have heard her from so far away? How would that be possible? Soon they saw Mama standing at the base of a huge tree. They were much closer to the track than to their home tree. She was wringing her paws. Her eyes were red and her face was damp. Rever could tell that she had been crying. Why was Sprite over here? Rever whispered, noticing how far they were from her walnut tree. She's been checking up on you. She has? Mama told us to keep an eye on one another, Bounce said as Mama nodded. Rever had been so caught up with his own adventures, he hadn't considered that. When he thought about Sprite, his heart hurt. Are the coyotes still there? Bounce asked Mama. Mama just nodded. Quietly and carefully, Mama and the boys led Rever a few trees away, and without making a sound, they climbed up to look. They could see two coyotes below looking down into a deep hole with a metal grate on top. Rever could see how little Sprite could have fallen easily in the holes in the grate. She was so tiny. Mama, Bounce, and Farty whispered, they were chasing her. Mama sniffled. She wasn't watching. She fell in while she was running away. I don't even think she could get out if they left. It's so steep and slippery in there. But they won't leave. Rever thought about Sprite being chased and almost being eaten. He thought about her falling through the metal grate and into the deep hole. He thought about all the times she had been there for him, all the times she had saved him. This had happened because she was checking on him, because she cared about him. His thoughts were spinning, but Rever said nothing. He didn't know what to do. He took a deep breath and sat down to think. Wait, he thought. Stop and think. That's right. That's one of my lessons. He quickly sorted through all the other notes in his brain burrow for help. He needed ideas. Rever searched through his notes carefully. Revving is good sometimes. He needed to give this some serious thought. If revving is going to help, I have to be careful with it. I have to use it wisely, he decided. Everything is connected to everything else. He thought about the dream and how he had heard Sprite's voice. He thought about the team. He thought about his family. He thought about his work at the garage and all that he had learned. Now he needed to take all that and help Sprite. This idea started to feel important. No pooping in the garage. Ugh, that won't help now. He threw that note aside. Learn from mistakes. Rever thought about this one a long time. He remembered all the times he'd done things without thinking and all the trouble it had caused. 
I need to be careful. I need to be smart. Sprite's life depends on it. Little pictures of the past few days sparked through his brain like lightning bolts. Falling out of the tree. The hawk. The wall. Sprite. Working with the crew. The teamwork. The garage. The team owner. Wires and engines and hoists and tools. Suddenly, energy ran through him. It was very unrever-like to plan, but Rever had a plan. He thought through the details one more time to be sure. It could work. It has to, he decided. We need to be a team, Rever said. We can only win if we work like a team. He heard something in his own voice that was new. He sounded a little like Sprite when she used her serious big sister voice with him. He even sounded a little like Grumpy Jack when he barked orders at the team. It surprised him to hear himself. Rever went on, Everyone has an important part to play, and everyone has to do their job exactly right. He had so much sureness in his voice that his mother and brothers didn't even question him. First, vines, Rever said. We need vines, the strongest ones you can find. Wild grapevines or bittersweet or creeping Charlie, we need to gather up as many as we can and bring them up top. Quietly, don't let the coyotes hear or see you, and hurry. The three boys and Mama set about gathering vines and carrying them up to the treetop. Rever began winding, braiding, and weaving the vines to one another, making them into chains exactly like he had seen Sprite do. He worked until the vines looked strong and thick like the chains in the garage. He twisted them together the way he'd seen Susan twist wires. He kept checking the pile of vines and kept looking at the distance down into the hole. Again and again he checked while he braided, twisted, and tied, trying to make sure he had enough. Now, while I'm doing this, fetch nuts, the biggest ones you can find. Farty, fetching, not eating. Farty nodded with his cheeks full of food. Bounce, wait. First, I need a rock, flat and very sharp. Can you find one? On it. In the meantime, Rever looked. He looked down at the drooling coyotes who were staring into the hole where Sprite was trapped. He looked around at the tree. He remembered what he'd learned from his almost cannonball into the nest. He remembered what he learned about from all the midair grabs of the lug nets. It was all about space and timing. He looked hard at the distance, and he finally decided that he needed the coyotes just a little closer to the tree. He adjusted the plan again. Then he thought through everything one last time. With everyone listening, Rever told them exactly what needed to happen. Grumpy Jack popped into Rever's head, and Rever understood what the team owner must feel. It was important that everyone do their job exactly right. It was the only way it would all work. In racing, it was the only way they could win. Here, it was the only way to save Sprite. The plan was set. They were ready to go.